Hey guys, I'm Nat. And I'm Ashton. And we, we are, are the Nerds, Nerds in Flannel. Merry Christmas. And happy Hanukkah. If you're of that religion. Yes. To I'm, not, I'm not. I just thought I'd put it out Yeah, there. we're not, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy uh, Kwanzaa. Happy, uh, what other holidays are there? Too many. Too many. Uh, happy New Year, uh, eventually. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so in the holiday spirit, uh, we thought we'd give you our top 10 favorite Christmas movies. We love our top 10s here on the pod. I think it's just because I said this before, but it's just because we like, it's easy to do. Um, and plus, it's stuff we're passionate about. So it's really easy to like play off each other and, you know, just have a good time all together and just, you know, learn more about each other. Ooh. Yes. Learning. Learning. We haven't, like, we, we've discussed specific Christmas movies, but we haven't actually shared, like, a full list with each other. It's true. So I this mean, will be yeah. interesting. He sent me his list, like, a week ago, but I never read it because I don't know why I never read it. Oh, because we want to see a movie that I will discuss later. But Yes. Yes. It's <clears throat> really good. Um, so we have two honorable mentions and then a top ten. Um, the definition of a Christmas movie <laughs> is often... Askewed from person to person. I mean, yeah, you'll, you'll understand why. Because I, I went on Google, I'm like, Christmas movies, okay? And I picked those because I've, you know, I've, I've seen a lot more Christmas movies than I thought. And uh, I thought, you know, that's a Christmas movie? Okay, I guess I'll talk about that because it's a great movie. So. Any excuse to talk about a good movie is a good excuse it's to true. talk about a good movie. So, Ashton, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Or should we flip a coin? Let's flip a, let's flip a coin. We've uh, never done that Do you that have before. a coin? You know what? I might be out of a coin. Oh, wait. I got a wallet. Flip the wallet. Okay. The, the, Herschel, the Herschel logo will be heads and the back will be tails. Okay. Okay. okay right? Wait. You call it in there, okay? Heads. It's heads. Ashton, you go first. Okay. Well, starting things off, spicy. Spicy? Going with what Nat said about Two horrible mentions, by the way. Yes. Two horrible mentions. Yes. yes. Definitions of a Christmas movie. Um, this is probably the most highly debated Christmas movie in existence. Really? I, I'm starting things off spicy here, bro. I'm ready to go. I'm like, I just finished my last exam today. <laughs> I'm ready to just like put some dirt in your eyes, guys. I'll put some dirt in so, your eyes. <laughs> I am going with Die Hard as my first honorable it's mention. A great movie. Uh, so let me just break down why I think it's a Christmas movie. There are many different types of genres of Christmas movies. Christmas movies is more of an umbrella rather than a genre type. And there are like Christmas comedies, Christmas romances, Christmas horror, horror, uh, just any kind of theme of like Christmas movies. So why not Christmas action? Is this true? Exactly. I mean, what, what are the main things you need to have to be in a movie to consider it a Christmas movie? It's got to take place on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Okay. And... It's got to include a Santa hat. Some kinds. And, you know, maybe have some kind of... Music. Music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe a few Christmas trees here and there. Some decorations. Whatever. Uh, and that's exactly what Die Hard has. So, <laughs> um, I, I could go more in depth with this argument. I won't now because I feel like that would be a really fun debate topic to have someone on the pod to, like, discuss that with. It's true. We both agree on this. So that's, it's a, we're not, we're not I'll talk that about debate. it later, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's my first honorable mention. And then coming up with my second honorable mention, 
Again, I woke up and chose violence today. It's true. He really did. I'm not going with your typical, like, you know, well, maybe as a, maybe as a bit of a typical list, but I'm going for my honorable mention, Elf. Uh, honorable mention, really? Yeah, putting it in as an honorable mention. Not as, get you that mug. Not as something, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> not as I mean, something what? I'm putting, like, on the actual list. Uh, just because I've watched this movie way too many times. Fair enough. I <laughs> and it was, like, a mind-blowing experience the first time I watched it. But then after you get to, like, the 25th time, you kind of just, it kind of gets old. Like, it's a classic for a reason, which is why I acknowledge it, have it on as an honorable mention. But for my personal movies, it's not, like, that one movie I look to watch every year or so again. It's kind of, like, a movie I aim to watch every five years if I can space it out at this point. Like, I legitimately haven't watched this movie for two years, and I still find it old. <laughs> uh, but, that again, yeah. that's just because it's such a great Christmas movie. So, nothing against it. Brilliant movie, love it, uh, but I'm I'm kind of going go going with it as an honorable mention for now. That movie has dropped off in like popularity in the last few years. And I understand why. It just a lot of people call it too slapstick and too funny because Will Ferrell is obviously the lead, and Zoe Deschanel is some does some bad acting in that movie. <laughs> but uh, I think it's funny. I think it's a good movie. I still like. I still enjoy it. Yeah. I'm just like. I need a break. Like yeah. <laughs> It's not on my list either, so yeah. this is the only time we'd be talking about Elf. Sorry if Elf is like your favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> um, just not for us, I guess. I guess. We just like burnt so many people. All right, now hopefully your honorable mentions are a little more listener-friendly. I think they are. Okay. Well, the first one at least. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, my first honorable mention is the movie Klaus that came out in 2019. Oh. Sorry, <clears throat> Academy Award-winning film Klaus. Uh, Klaus is obviously a animated feature. It, here's the synopsis. After proving himself to be the worst student at the academy, a postman is sent to a frozen town in the north where he discovers a reclusive toy maker named Klaus. It's Santa. Um, <laughs> this movie is very charming. The animation is quite great. Um, I, I remember watching it for the first time on like my phone and I'm like, okay, I can't watch this on my phone. I got to watch it like on the biggest room possible. So I went downstairs, watched it on my TV and it was a very spectacular film. Uh, Jason Schwartzman voices, uh, uh, the, the postman, uh, JK, JK Simmons plays, uh, Klaus and the late, uh, Norm Macdonald plays Magnus, who is uh, rest a, in peace. Yes. Canadian legend as well. Yeah. Uh, he plays, uh, I think we have an elf in that movie. I can't remember. I forget. Um, yeah, great movie. And That's a solid honorable mention. Yeah, dude, right? Dude, I'm, we're starting off hot today. Starting off hot. Holy now, crap. this is probably the hottest take I have on the pod. Um, for this, At least for this pod. I've okay. had very hot takes on this podcast. Um, but coming in at my second honorable mention is Spencer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, Christian Stewart obviously plays Princess Diana, um, the late Princess Diana, and uh, it's a Christmas movie to me, and I'm according to Google, because it takes place during Christmas time, and it takes place where she, Christian Stewart plays Princess Diana, and she is just, you can tell she's very troubled, and, you know, it's not a surprise that uh, the royal family has not has, I mean, not have has not had the best, like, pub publicity in like the way of like gossip and stuff. And Diana was very troubled by the things that the family would say. And, you know, obviously tragic what happened to her, but yeah, 
it's, it's a really good movie. Uh, some of the best cinematography you'll see in a movie about royals. It also reminds me of, like, it's like a high budget The Crown. If the, even The Crown's really high budget, so. <laughs> yes, Damn. that is my uh, two humble mentions. Dude, solid. Dude, those are four great movies. They are. We're starting off hot today, yeah. dude. <clears throat> All right. Do you know what, Asher? I'll go first. Do it. I'll start it off. Okay. My number 10th pick is a movie that came out recently. Uh, I forgot what year it came out. Let's check here. Uh, 2019, actually. Oh. And uh, starring Amelia Clark and Henry Golding. And that movie is Last Christmas. Oh. Uh, now, this is a movie that I thought I was going to hate because obviously there's a lot of Christmas movies named after famous Christmas songs so that, you know, they can play the song and its marketing is very easy. Um, this was very was a very heartfelt movie to me. Um, spoiler alert! I can't have to talk about it. Talk about Wait, spoilers. I have this in my watch list. Okay, never mind. Don't I, spoil I it too much. I won't. Um, <laughs> dang. Okay, that changes things a little bit. Um, the ending is not really spoiler. The ending is very emotional, um, and I think that um, because of Christmas, you know how people get emotional on Christmas. Yeah. Know? family and people come back home and it's a very like time where people often like express feelings towards one another and you know we just felt grateful because you know christmas is time to spend spend with your family give and you know just be nice people i guess and uh this yeah this movie at the end hit me hard because of the message it had and yeah ashton you have to watch this man and then we, have, and then we gotta talk about it sure yeah, I I have this saved in my watch list. I was kind of scrolling through Netflix and I was like, okay, when I'm on break, what Christmas movies do I want to watch? So it's true. That was one that popped in. Also, Emma Thompson's movie. in this movie too. There you go. All star cast. Perfect. All right, Ashton, hit, hit me with your uh, your movie here, your tenth favorite Christmas movie of all time so all far. Right. So far at number ten, this one's on here purely because of sentimental value. Um, how the Grinch Stole Christmas. So similar to the which whole which thing. one? Uh, the Jim Carrey one. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, the 2018 one's great. It's just I don't think about it when I think about Christmas. I just think of Dr. Seuss when I think about that movie. I mean, it is a Christmas movie, but you know, the whole Grinch story is like Christmas. Anyway, very yeah. He stole it to Christmas. Yeah, he stole it. He stole it. He stole it. This is another one of those movies that. Again, is like so overwatched during Christmas that I just don't really go in with a mindset of, okay, this year I'm looking forward to watching this movie. It's more so, can I avoid watching this movie for like another year or two and then come back and like maybe enjoy things I didn't pick up on the like the last time I watched it when I was more younger and innocent? Uh, that's, <laughs> uh, that's that's kind of been my mindset. So I haven't actually watched this movie for three years now. Wow, uh, which is kind of crazy. I watched um, it like last week. <laughs> i love it i love it like Still i watched it all good. the time as a kid we'd watch it like maybe three or four times a season uh like a christmas season growing up and it was kind of it was a big family classic uh you know very iconic obviously jim carrey is the grinch uh it's just he's like great. He's, he's great he's actually like amazing in it the prosthetics i mean the cgi is charming enough in it like all the visual effects and everything it's just it's a really charming movie yeah uh that's kind of like as a kid which it's that it's that movie that makes you aware of like Jim Carrey. I feel like it was that and the mask. And the I mask, feel like yeah, yeah, really put him on the map. Yeah, uh, and kind of put him on as like you know, as a kid, you have like those Jim Carrey movies, or as a parent, you can watch those Jim Carrey movies with your kids. But then there's also like some of the other stuff he's in. 
that you can watch more as like a young adult and like that just kind of keeps him a very consistent actor in like different age groups and yeah. stuff so yeah no great actor i uh, love this movie i don't have to talk too much about it everyone knows what i'm talking about but yeah there you go i have true, that at true. number 10 right now number 10 wow dude we're flying through this list <laughs> yeah we are holy crap <laughs> uh my number nine is a 2017 movie a lot of, the, a lot of these movies are recent uh because I didn't really start watching Christmas. I didn't grow up watching Christmas movies. I okay. maybe grew up watching my number one pick the most because a lot of my family members watched it. Uh, but this one's like a personal one. I don't think anyone would have this on their top 10 other than me because I'm weird. Um, it's A Bad Mom's Christmas. <laughs> okay, hear Way me out. Way to go, brother. Bad Moms, rated R. <laughs> okay, I saw this when I was like 16. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> dude, it's it's a funny movie. A Bad Mom's Christmas is funny as well. Um, it's just this movie has an all-star cast: Catherine Hahn, Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, Susan Sarandon, Christine Baranski, Justin Hartley, and Christina Applegate. I mean, dude, this cast is stacked. And uh, the the older generation of actresses play the younger generation's moms, <laughs> and I think it's one of the funniest things. Um, it's, it reminds me of Daddy's Home Two. Oh yeah, <laughs> when it's it, it's it feels like they're feeling, it feels like they're same the same movies. Again, with Will Ferrell. Um, but Bad Mom's Christmas is probably a guilty pleasure Christmas movie for me. <laughs> because I do, I it's one I watch every year. Dang. Because there's a few scenes in it. I'm like, yo, this is iconic, man. How does no one talk about this? And yeah, guys, I'm just weird. Uh, you know, Ashton, you know me long <laughs> hey, enough to I know. appreciate this book. I appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's only about to get weirder, so. Okay. Uh, buckle up here, bucko. Buckle up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, it's a good Christmas movie. If you don't watch it with the kids and or with your parents. There you go. Yeah, there are some things in here that... To our uh, fellow young adults out there. <laughs> not young adults groups, but young adults. <laughs> Please don't watch this at young adults. Oh, Please don't watch this at church. <laughs> if it's under... If it's a building that is holy, do not watch it <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, you right. Uh, <laughs> Trust me, we know. We know, we know. Um, okay. <laughs> Number nine, Number Ashton. nine. Uh, for Number me... Nine. I did grow up watching a lot of old Christmas movies. Uh, and my, my number nine pick, I want to I wanna paint the picture for you. Imagine a very snowy day in Winnipeg where you can't even open up the front door because freaking frick, it is like snowed in. Like you, you have to exit the window to shovel. Uh, Get wrecked. <laughs> picture that kind of setting. Snow kind of falling down, but you can't see it because your window is also blocked up by snow. And you're just kind of surviving. But your mom is like making hot chocolate, uh, setting up the basement so that you can like go down and like watch a nice Christmas movie while the adults panic with the whole weather situation. You kids don't have to worry about a thing. Yeah. That's a Snow normal days. Winnipeg life for you right there. And <laughs> Manitoba. <laughs> Manitoba. Uh, for me, this movie, I just remember first watching it uh, when I was a young kid, like probably like four years old or something. And it's like still something I go back to whenever I can get the chance to. It is the 1969, nice, nice uh, movie, Frosty the Snowman. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a very iconic movie. Yeah, actually, before 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 you uh, before you go on, Jerome, you wanna you wanna come in and talk real quick? <laughs> we do this with everyone that, co hey, that walks welcome. in during the Joe, pod. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome back, brother. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone 3. Oh, you know what? Let's really? just add to the spice. Dude, I respect that. 
<laughs> the confidence it took. I respect that. Lo- love you. Love Good luck with the homework. You, bro. <laughs> so Ashton, Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, if you want a synopsis of the movie, just listen to the song. It does a we far better sing it. job. <clears throat> Frosty the Snowman. No, I'm okay. I'm over it. I'm over it. I forgot the words. I did too. When it was Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, it is... It is like kind of an animation marvel because uh, like the fact that they're able to put those resources so together good. back so in good. that day and like compile like a short film like this. It what it wasn't as it, it was like Disney level stuff uh, for like companies that were still trying to figure out how to do 2D animation yeah. really well. And yeah, I mean, end of the 60s, beginning of the 70s. Great way to kind of transition into like the next decade there and it was Man. a big hit at the box office from what I remember. Yeah. No, that thing absolutely slapped. Like, there's a reason people still talk about it. I just wish, like, more kids today were able to see it and appreciate, like, the historic value that that movie had on, like, cinema and stuff. Yeah. And, and what did it for Christmas movies? Yeah. Different time. Different time. I'm glad my parents raised me right with these. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, dude. I had this thing on VHS and everything. It was, like, it was a vibe. A VHS, bro. Dude, I that's just peak. aged myself. <laughs> Dude, I saw a VCR, okay? Yeah. I feel like we grew up in the time where we saw VCRs and stuff. At least I did. I did. No, we 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 definitely grew up in the time period where, like, because the though. year we were born is when the PlayStation 2 came out. And the PlayStation 2 was the first wide DVD player. Right. For, right. Because typically DVD players were, like, more than the cost of, like, a gaming console. And the PS2 had one built in, so people just bought PS2s. And then all of a sudden, DVD sales go up. There's a long history around it. Anyway, we were, we were both born in that year. <laughs> and yeah. I'm it, older. By, by like two days, weeks. By 13 days. <laughs> this freaking guy. <laughs> <laughs> we were born in that year. And at that point, VHSs were still the standard. Not everyone, especially like younger families, wanted to like upgrade if they had kids and stuff. Uh, Very true. And I mean, my family didn't. And I think it wasn't in, like until like a couple years later we got a DVD player. I was VHS for like a long time, dude. <laughs> dude I remember watching Toy Story two on on uh, on uh, VHS, and I killed that thing, man. Dude. <laughs> oh my goodness, I watched it so many times. My parents said get a new one. Dang. Was it Toy Story one or Toy Story two? It's one of them. Can't remember. I did that with the sequel to Peter Pan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I respect that. That's cool. That was an interesting movie. We just ate ourselves. We did. We just did. Anyway, um, before we tell you more about like some back in my day stuff, uh, <laughs> give us your number eight pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in my day. Now, okay. Um, number eight is a movie that came out recently. Uh, Ashley and I went to see this what, like a few weeks ago. Let's freaking go. Um, I didn't. I I went into this movie not expecting it to be good. Um, but I loved it. I was laughing the entire time. It, w- it was kind of like one of those movies where something would happen and you'd be like, oh, or, oh, or really? They, they can put that in? You're allowed to see that on screen? Uh, that movie, David Harbour's Violent Night. Such a good movie. Dude, not, no, <laughs> no cap. This was a really fun movie. Oh, Our, we had a really good theater too. We did. We, everyone was laughing and everyone's having a good time. Uh, David Harbour obviously plays Santa Claus. And now... Um, in this universe, Santa Claus is real, and he like teleports from house to house to house to house. And at this one like rich mansion, um, a family is held hostage because they're wealthy, and these criminals want to get the money in the vault in the house. That's all you need to know. And then Santa, played by David Harbor of um, Stranger Things, also Hellboy, 
Um, and uh, the Red Guardian from Black Widow, if you're those type of people. Oh, those people. Those people, yeah. Um, <laughs> he uh, has to defend the house, and Santa ends up decapitating a bunch of guys. It is like it is a ride, dude. And there's some Home Alone stuff <laughs> yeah. in that, and it's it's so funny. I would I definitely say this movie is a mix between Die Hard and Home Alone. It's like a yeah, perfect no, no, mashup of those. No, two. it's what's it called? It's Die Hard, Home Alone, and uh, X Men. And X Men. Oh, <laughs> I think that's the best way I can put it. <laughs> yeah. No. If you're if you're a fan of those movies, uh, this one, I didn't even expect it. Like I should have been expecting something with the title with the title of like Violent Night for it to be along those lines. But you never know. You kind of want that perfect combination of movies until you get it. And it it's is true. like just simply amazing. It's true. It's really great. I love it. I like that pick. <laughs> Ashton, number eight for you. Okay. Number eight for me. I'm going back with the uh, with the old school Christmas movies here. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. 1970. I'm, I'm like back in my day. Dude, again. it's okay. My, 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 one of my movies is really old. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, I'll, I'll read the synopsis off of here out of all the like classic old Christmas movies. I feel like this is one that's kind of been falling off a little bit and I don't think that's right. It deserves better treatment. It's a stop motion, uh, film and it's like actually really good. Uh, great. I, I don't even know who the voice actors are in this, but like they did a great job, brought this whole thing to life. The synopsis is when Chris is old enough, he volunteers to deliver the toys to Sombertown. Meanwhile, the Burgermeister, after tripping on a toy wooden duck, causing him to fall down a flight of stairs and suffering a leg injury, bans all toys in town, declaring that anyone found possessing a toy will be arrested and thrown into a dungeon. Uh, on his way to Sombertown, Chris meets a lost penguin, whom he names Topper, in the town. He offers toys to two children, washing their stockings by a water fountain. As the children are about to play with the toys, Chris is stopped by Miss Jessica, their lovely school teacher. But she softens towards Chris when he asked her, or when he offers her a china doll as a peace offering. As Chris gives out more toys, the Burgermeister arrives and orders the children arrested. Chris stops him and gives him a yo-yo, which the Burgermeister enjoys until Grimsley informs him that he is breaking his own law. Chris and Topper manage to evade capture and run into the woods. It is like I think I've seen this movie. It is a hardcore Christmas movie. Pretty sure I've seen this movie for a kids film. Yeah, it is like this one's hardcore. Honestly, like one of my favorite Santa Claus origins ever. Uh, it's it has like everything. It has like freaking persecution in it, bro. Like <laughs> toy persecution. Uh, it is man, that's rough. It is wild, but yeah, it kind of gives you. I mean, obviously, you know, like we know about like Saint Nick and everything. Um, and kind of how Santa Claus originated and some of the history there. But this was kind of like for kids, a different take on it. And growing up for me, this was just, I, I would always like, I never owned this one, but I'd always go to my grandparents and they always had this on their DVR. And it was like one of my favorite movies uh, to watch during the holidays. I, I haven't watched this in recent history, but it's, I, I'm intending to do so this season. Cause I was just thinking, I was thinking about it randomly the other day or the other week and was like, that was such a good movie. Anyway, <laughs> so nerdy. I think I, I think I've seen it a long time ago. Dude, pull up. Let's watch it. We'll watch it. Okay, <laughs> man, crazy. So, <laughs> were you number seven? Is it six now? Where are we on? Wait. Yeah, oh, we're on six. Number seven. Or seven? Seven. Okay. Yes, number seven. Uh, let's see here. My number seven pick is a 2015 movie called Krampus. 
Now, for those who don't know, this is a horror movie. And I love horror movies. <laughs> Krampus is about, obviously, the cramp, the, uh, was it? The European folklore. Uh, you know, the, it's kind of like a monster who would come get you if you're naughty. It's a much aggressive, naughty Santa Claus. And uh, I, so I love horror movies because I love to be like in suspense and I think it's really exciting. And this movie is one of the best in that because you don't really, the people don't die in this movie. It's more like capturing them and bringing them to hell. I know that sounds weird, but that's exactly what, no, is it purgatory? Something like that. It's something like that. Um, and this movie is just a lot of fun. And I think a lot, like a lot of the special effects with the actual monster itself and like the things that they use, like they use like um, elves, like toy elves to capture the humans and bring them into purgatory hell, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Tony Klett's in it from Hereditary. Adam Scott, who's been in a multitude of things like Anchorman and Step Brothers. Parks and, and Rec. Parks and Rec. Thank you. Oh, I forgot about that one. Parks and Rec. And yeah, no, it's a really fun movie that like I love because horror movie guy and uh, it's acted very well. By especially there's a young cast in it, and I think that when you have a young cast, it's really risky because you know kids are unpredictable. You don't know if they're going to be good, but this cast is great. So don't give it a watch if you don't like horror movies. No one dies, but like it's it's just really suspenseful. Sweet, I will not be giving this watch. No, he, only only with me because then we can go. Yeah, then I have someone's arms to dive into when I get scared. I'm the big spoon. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait, that just expose us. Uh, Wait dang a minute! It. Dang it! We're just co-host, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> he has a girlfriend, I swear. I do. Yes, this is correct. <laughs> Sorry, Chanel. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, next up for me. Um, not the last, but the last like consecutive older Christmas movie for a while. This one I'm pretty sure most people know. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph 1964. Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, yeah, no, this one, stop motion as well. Uh, so good. Honestly, like, I think this one's just stayed around in pop culture because of that, like, the, the Frost Giant meme, like, the Yeti meme. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, no, l- again, listen to the song if you if you need a synopsis of this one. Uh, it is, like, it's just a heartfelt Christmas story. Sometimes you need those, uh, something that you can relate to. Rudolph is, like, the representation of, like, the kid that doesn't fit in or the person who doesn't fit in anywhere. And all of a sudden, they have this, like, amazing talent, and you... And then it's like, hey, like I can actually use this amazing talent to benefit the people around me. Uh, and I don't know. It's heartfelt. I mean, there's so many different ways to interpret the story. <laughs> uh, not the best. It hasn't aged as well as like a non-bullying PSA. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, again, in 60s, you kind of just roll with it. Uh, yeah, no, it's honestly like still a Christmas movie that's fairly close to my heart. I mean, even Elf has taken inspiration from this movie and... Uh, so because many other the, Christmas movies have the North Pole scenes. The North Pole scenes. Yeah, those, was, were, those look great. Those were filmed like right over by where you work. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Dang. Oh, I live. I work in Burnaby, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Just found that out the other day. <laughs> I found that out right now. Hey, there you go. There you go. Cool. All right, Nat. Number six. Number six. He wait. Oh, so you? What was your? What was your number ten? My number 10 was The Grinch. My number 10 is The Grinch, but your, your not the Jim Carrey. No, my number six. <laughs> Man, I'm the tired. The Benadryl Cabbage Patch one. Yeah, the Benedict Cumberbun one. <laughs> yeah, 20, the 2018 uh, Benedict Cumberbatch movie. It is a movie. good movie. Um, so this is the same guys who did Despicable <clears throat> Me and The Lorax. 
and all those fun DreamWorks movies. And this movie is so much fun. The animation's great. Benedict Cumberbatch does great as the Grinch. And it's just, it's the same story. Nothing's really changed. It's just much more whimsical and very slapstick. And I feel like we're missing those Christmas movies nowadays mm -hmm. um, because we are getting into like, no one really does Christmas movies anymore. They find, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but this brings it back to, to its roots. And I think it's really good just because uh, it's very Christmassy. And that's what you want. You want it to feel joy. And especially at the ending, they twist it a little bit. But I think it's great. Um, this is a movie I can tell you to watch with your family. So go do that. <laughs> bring the kids. Bring the dog. Bring the cat. It's fun. Dang. Bring the hamster. Or if you're Aiden, bring your gerbils. There you go. Shout out. <laughs> In, uh, to, soon to be married, Aiden. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. If he listens to Congrats, this episode, buddy. I guess he'll hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Number okay, six, Ashton. Number six. For me, this is a this is a movie that not a lot of people I feel have heard of. Uh but yeah, this is a it's a movie I watched a few years ago um and just really fell in love with. I think I, I watched it with my family first, uh, and then watched it with some friends later on at another community I was in. And yeah, it it just it's great. It's called The Ultimate Gift. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, this is the one I wasn't sure if you'd watched or not. Um, but pretty much, I'll, I'll give the synopsis here that Rotten Tomatoes has. Jason Stevens lives a life of wealth and privilege when his grandfather dies. Jason expects to re receive a hefty inheritance. Instead, however, Jason must set out on a journey of self-discovery to earn the true gift his grandfather meant for him to have all along. Uh, along the way, Jason befriends a dying girl and her mother and learns what is really important in life. So you can already tell this is a heartthrobber. Yes, uh, sad times. It's, it's like actually like a pretty legit, like if you need a Christmas movie to cry to with your family kind of movie. Uh, and I can see you looking that one up. I was thinking about putting that one on my list. <laughs> no, this was on my list. <laughs> oh, is it actually? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll wait, I'll wait. But yeah, no, the ultimate gift for me is uh, it, it just has so many, like a lot of sentiment connected to it. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I can't say it's like, going to land the same way for everyone uh, as a Christmas movie. There's some scenes that aren't like Christmassy or whatever, uh, but it is like something that I don't mind revisiting every once in a while because it has like a pretty great message, great character development. And that's all we want uh, in Christmas that's movies. All, that's all I really want in a Christmas movie. And, you know, it's enough to kind of, you know... It's enough to make a groom make man a cry. Man cry. <laughs> Although I actually haven't cried at this movie, so... But. I've never seen him cry in a movie. Yeah, he's never. he never has. That's just because, like... I'm two weak. of the past movies I've watched, I watched alone. <laughs> and those were like two of the, the ones that made me cry. We're expanding that list, by the way. Stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> movies that made you cry. Redux or part Redux. two, whatever you want to call yeah. it. We'll see. Anyway. Yeah, that's my number. Whatever the heck we're on now. We're on, we're on five now. Okay. But before we move on, we were halfway through. Check out our Patreon, guys. Yeah. Uh, we would love to make bigger, better content for you. And, uh, you know. We're college students, so money would go a long way. Um, we have a few tiers. You can look that up. Uh, Patreon forward slash Nears and Flannel. And yeah, just a quick plug. Quick also, plug. Uh, follow us at Instagram. Email us if you have any ideas. And uh, yeah, Nerds, at Nerds and Flannel at gmail.com. Nerds and Flannel podcast at gmail.com. Nerds and Flannel podcast on Instagram. And if you have a personals, you have a personals. There you go. There we go. Number five. Halfway there. Number five. This is a movie that Ashton got me into, and I hate him for it. 
uh, <laughs> this movie came out this year, like a few, like a month ago. Yeah. About a month uh, ago today, actually. And I, I can't stop listening to this movie. It's a musical. <laughs> that movie, Spirited, uh, with Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, uh, Patrick Page. It's a Christmas Carol movie. It really is. But with very clever twists and very like th- things that would tug at your heartstrings, especially because it's a Ryan Reynolds movie. You think it's going to be funny. There's going to be like sex jokes and everything. <laughs> there is. But it's very lighthearted with a very good message at the, at the end, actually throughout the whole entire movie. Um, my parents like this movie too. <laughs> so thanks. There you go. Um, and it's a musical. So naturally, I love all the songs. Uh, I've been listening to two songs, particularly on repeat the last week and a half. And... Because it's Christmas time, I can justify it. But like, if this was like June, then I can't really justify it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, this will go down as a classic, like in 20, 30 years, guaranteed. Uh, it's very funny, uh, snappy dialogue, snappy songs, and I love it. I agree. I have more to say on this movie later. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Yeah. All right. yeah. Sorry, I didn't know. Hey, it's all good. I'll I'll talk about my stuff when I can when I'm there. Uh, yeah, but before I get there, my next pick is actually very, very closely related to the pick you just did. Uh, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Okay. I love that's a good movie. Honestly, to me, this is still my favorite depiction of A Christmas Carol. Um, I mean, I'll I'll talk about the whole spirit thing after, but as like, if the bare bones story, this is it. Like, uh, just the way that the characters kind of, like, can provide some extra comedy along the way. But it still really gets to the heart of what Charles Dickens was trying to do with the story. Michael Caine is, like, fantastic as Scrooge, too. He's like... Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Dude. <laughs> Michael Caine? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Family Guy made that joke first. We're just stealing it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it is... It is a heck of a movie. I feel like I just have like a ton of classics. If you it's haven't true, seen you this one, then you really need to go watch it. What are you doing uh, with your life? What are you doing with your life? How have just you lived kidding, this long? Uh, have you been living under like Scrooge's boot or something? Aha, you're so funny. I know, I know. I, I make people laugh sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, this this movie, great. Lots of memories. Uh, if you're even into any of like the Muppet movies, it's great. They're like classic characters in pop culture. So you should you shouldn't be afraid to check this out. Uh, this movie hasn't gotten like really old to me yet, so I'll still go back and rewatch it every season. Uh, it, it's it's really great. It's really great. Uh, again, out of all the stuff that's been depicted, because this movie has been milked to death, <laughs> or the the story, sorry, the story has been. Uh, this one's just like a really fresh, great take on it, and it's like family oriented, life are light hearted, puppets. What else could you ask for, right? So Very true. there you go. Thank you, Ashton. Do yeah. I, like, I gotta, that's one I gotta rewatch. I haven't seen that one in a while. So good. But I, I do love a musical. There you go. There you go. Uh, number four for me. Ashton already said it. It's Die Hard. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, this is a Christmas movie. You can change my mind. Um, I know there's a whole clip out there, Bruce Willis saying that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's a Bruce Willis movie. Who cares, man? <laughs> Like, why why are we so like hung up on like what's a Christmas movie and what's not a Christmas movie? Okay, Star Wars could be a Christmas movie. The holiday special. The holiday special. And um, who knows? Maybe episode four is a Hanukkah movie. I don't know. It could be whatever I want it to be. It's our podcast, okay? <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> who don't, you, you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? You're wrong. Look into my eyes. You're wrong. 
Man's just popped off right there. Anyways, it's a really, <laughs> it's a very iconic film. I mean, if it wasn't a Christmas movie, why do like Christmas channels put it on during Christmas time? It's true. Like, what the heck, man? Why is it on Christmas? Why every single Christmas Eve I go to my grandmother's house? We watch two movies. One I will talk about later. Two is Die Hard. It's always on TV. It's always on TV. Man, dude, I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. And why does Disney Plus have it grouped in with all the Christmas movies? Yeah, if like, Disney says on. it is, it, then it's a Christmas Disney movie. Disney owns the IP. They Disney owns the movie. world. It's, might be true. Anyways. Might, might not be wrong. <laughs> Bruce Willis, amazing. yippee other words. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's just a really fun movie, man. I, I am so excited every single time I watch this movie. Um, it is a Christmas movie I will pass down from generation to generation. Gotta educate the kids. Educate right? them kiddos. <laughs> All right, Ashton, give me your number four, buddy. All right, number four. My number four is a movie. I've I've already talked about this uh, recently, but it is a movie that I rewatch. I I can't decide w- what category this movie falls best into. Is it? And I'm gonna completely spoil it here. Is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. So that's why I, I watch it twice a year. <laughs> hey, I have a problem. Twice is good, man. Twice is good. Uh, but that is a Nightmare Before Christmas. And yes, Classic. I know October and December are very close to each other. Hey, it's my life. I'll do what I want. Um, <laughs> we just live our lives, mom. We just just let us live our lives, mom. You're kidding. Yeah. Love you, moms. Yeah. Shout out. My my mom actually doesn't really like this movie, but she lets me watch it anyway. So congrats. Not that I need your permission because I'm an adult, but thanks. Uh, <laughs> We're adults. We're adults. We drive cars. We have jobs. Yes. Take us seriously. We own and operate a business here. Yes, this is a business. <laughs> and we collect comic books, but that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. <laughs> We're a business, man. Uh, we have a PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> okay wow. anyways we continue. just really had to continue really had to kind of give ourselves that extra push right yeah, there. yeah okay let's, um <laughs> can we go here man <laughs> so yeah nightmare before christmas i i genuinely do watch it like every halloween every christmas uh just because it has heart i i'm a big fan of stop motion if you couldn't tell from like all my other picks uh and hope and maybe in a later episode i'll talk more about that Ooh. we'll see uh yeah but stop motion to me is like one of my favorite art forms and when Someone can come in and do it great and also do like a full on like musical with it and give the characters like heart and actually like make them distinct and just give even like the backdrops and different sets some kind of identity. Uh, it is like to me, it's, it's an accomplishment. So, uh, yeah, this this movie. Big Christmas movie for me, uh, but me personally, not really like the whole family, They'll they'll either sit in on Halloween or on Christmas. But again. I'm two-sided, just like the mayor. So there we go. There you go. There you go, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All Top right. Top three? Top three. Dude. You ready? My my third favorite movie is a movie <clears throat> that millions, nay, maybe billions people have seen. And it's a movie that inspired many Christmas movies, like now and like in the last few years. Can you guess what it is? No. It's Home Alone. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Home Alone is so freaking great. Now, we, now we're now we getting into like the emotional reasons why Nat loves these movies. Um, Home Alone is a movie that I watch every Christmas because it was a movie I watched every Christmas on the TV. I remember sitting at my old house a few years ago and we were just sipping hot chocolate. I was like 10 and watching this movie. 
And I'm like, haha, I'm going to do that to my dad. So I did. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Oh, no. And uh, oh, no. yeah, I know. Macaulay Culkin as uh, what's his face? Oh, Kevin, uh, Kevin McAllister. Thank you. This is, this is simpatico. Thank it's you. Yeah. And uh, no, it's such a fun film. I know a lot of people like this is like their favorite Christmas movie. And there's a reason because it's very charming. It has iconic moments. And um, yeah, I'm not going to say too much about it because it's Home Alone. Uh, and enough said. You don't really need to. Yeah. Everyone's watched it. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. That's the plan. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, okay. You know what? Just because you put that as your number th- uh, three, I'm going to switch around my two and three right now. And All I'm, right. I'm going to say my number three is Home Alone 2. Oh, yeah. I'm a bigger okay. fan of the sequel. Uh, I just, you know, I was already, like, these movies were already well into circulation by the time <clears throat> I started watching them. And I just remember going to my grandparents, uh, like, every, like, for the week before Christmas as a kid. We'd just stay there with them, and we would, like, watch a ton of Christmas movies. And Home Alone 2 would usually be the, I think it was the only one they had on their DVR at the, t- the time. Uh, so I watched more of that. Obviously, I did watch, like, the the first one uh, a lot growing up, too, uh, just in other places. But, yeah, it's just the memories I have connected to this one. Uh, just the jokes I've made based off of this one. Uh, just there's, there's so many memories. It's a very sentimental pick. But also, I like the story a little bit better because, you know, it feels a little more like getting it. You, you can kind of relate to it as a child because if you've ever been lost in a Walmart, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm Kevin McAllister Where's now. Mom? Where's mom? It's like time to mess some adults up. Let's go. Uh, kids, don't, <laughs> don't do that, that. kids. Don't, don't do, do that, that, kids. No, no, no. Uh, ser- serious here. Don't, don't, we do don't not do condone that. violence here at Nerds and Flannel Podcast. We, we, we don't. At least not towards adults. <laughs> Maybe to kids? No. We no, can't. no, no, we can't no, no. That's that. worse. That's, that's worse. worse. That's worse. Oh, uh, but dude, we're going to get um, clipped. We're going to get clipped. Someone's going to clip this and it's going to be like, oh, we kill kids. No, no that's not what it is. We Actually, don't. don't clip that either. <laughs> Dang it. Dang, we just buried ourselves in a hole here. Don't. Wow. What a hole. That's FBI. a quote from the movie. That's a quote from the movie. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> the wor- Dude, the, <laughs> the construction oh, scene always gets me. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah. remember like, you know, how, how can you really top the first Home Alone? Well, you can top it in Home Alone 2. Yes. Like the, some of the stuff that they went through. Like even like scientists have evaluated, you would die. You would not survive this sort of thing if that happened to you. So that's, Absolutely. you know, it, it just adds to like some of the humor elements and just like, oh my gosh, a kid did that. Um, so yeah, no, that's, lo- love this movie. Home Alone 2. It's great. Good pick. Dude, we're flying through this list. Yeah, no kidding. Number two. I actually saw it already. Uh, but this is a very emotional pick for me. Because yeah. this is a movie I watch with my mom. Oh, no. And if you know anything about this movie... Do you need it's, prayer? <laughs> it's about a mom and her son. Uh, it's The Christmas Shoe. Um, it's not a very popular Christmas movie. At least not the... I think it's the mostly like known in... I want to say like in... Uh, uh, what's it called? Christian circles? Yeah, probably. Um, because this is a movie that like has a Christian space to it because it was a Hallmark and Hallmark used to be a Christian-based organization. That, I, that, that is right, right? I think so. That sounds correct. Yeah. Um, Rob Lowe's <laughs> in it um, and he plays this adult who's like, businessman who's like, oh, I hate Christmas. I don't, I don't, I, I'm selfish type of thing. Um, but then there's this boy um, whose mom is dying of cancer and all he wants to get her for her last Christmas is this pair of shoes. Um, and especially watching this with my mom year after year after year, it like it hits, it hits you different when you grow up. It does something to um, a man. It, it does because, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yo, if my mom got, God forbid, my mom got cancer, you know, what would I do? It, it's, and 
the boy does everything he can to get her these shoes. Like he sells, you know, collects cans, brings them to the depot, um, and works like mows lawns. You know, it's it's a very inspiring movie. Uh, and then they have obviously they have the, the famous song, and when that plays in the movie, yo, not a dry eye. It's a tear fest. Not a dry eye, and I think it's just a great movie. Um, you can watch this with your family. I think this is there's no swearing, there's nothing bad in it. Yeah. It's just very emotional. I feel like, uh, especially, especially dealing with the idea of death at Christmas time, uh, because I know in, I, that's why it's emotional pick for me in my life. A lot of people have passed away around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just not a fun time for anybody. So, yeah, the Christmas, the Christmas shoe, number two, and uh, number one is more emotional than the second one. Oh, shoot. I know. It's, it, it, gets, it, gets, it gets worse. worse. Yeah. Or yeah. better, depending on what you look at it. Dude, Christmas shoes is like, it's such a good movie. It's uh, like the back when Hallmark movies were good. You dude, know? when they were peak cinema. When they were peak cinema. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I too have like a lot of memories with that. And um, yeah, I mean. Watch it with it your hit, mom. It hits in similar ways. Go go give your mom a hug right go now. Pa- hug. Pause this podcast. We'll wait and go hug your mom because she deserves it. Um, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> but yeah, no, it truly is like i i was debating putting it on the list but i had to i i i get emotional on this podcast so i gotta like i gotta put it on there yeah (laughs) that's fair that's fair uh terrific movie though okay my number two not already said it uh spirited oh yeah and demonetize um hey i'm singing it off key it's okay there you go not like we're making any money from monetization right now anyway but if you want to if you want follow to. and subscribe like and subscribe <laughs> follow and subscribe like <laughs> and subscribe friends, let the algorithm do its thing yeah uh yeah so uh spirited I I remember I watched this opening day because I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be big. Like there's going to be so many spoilers everywhere. I was like grinding through homework that day, just trying to like get stuff done so I could justify watching it. Uh, I think this is even, we, we had literally like, we filmed another episode right after I watched this. We filmed like our What You Watching episode. We sure did. And I was like, I was still on that high from this movie. It is. I'm on that high now. Yeah, he's on it. I jumped it's on great. the train. <laughs> he jumped on the train. Uh, yeah, again, like it's a different take on a Christmas Carol. Uh, I love it because it's like so different compared because again, the story has been done like thousands of times at this point. So it's a very different take kind of gives you like the perspective of like Christmas present, who's kind of like the most underrated ghost, but also like a different Christmas present than what you're used to from the story. It's great. Uh, and it kind of like has this like what if element of like, okay, what if a Christmas Carol happened? but then kept happening after like Scrooge and like, it's like this whole thing of like, it's a cinematic universe. It's a cinematic universe. <laughs> it's like all these like spirits after death. And it's like, you know, they just want to make the world like a better place. And it deals with like our current, like the current world we live in a, lo- a lot of the things that divide society today. And like, how can we really like just put love back into the, the center of things and like get like this ripple effect going of like, once we change some of the, like Watch the, the really great songs, once we get like a lot of the really like nasty guys, uh, how can we and all the Karens of the world? How freaking Karens, freaking man! Karens, bro. Uh, Rose Bur- Burns did great in that movie, by the way. Love you, Rose. Love you, Rose. Come on, pod. Great, great cameo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, how how can like that affect other things and make the world better? So anyway, it's an interesting thought, and again, the music is so great. Uh, 
It's like from the same Geek. guys behind, uh, like the Greatest Showman, Dear Evan, Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen, and I mean, you know, if if you've been listening for like even a second, you know, like we both really appreciate musicals. Uh, and they're the best <laughs> art form. Okay, not the not me, not the best, but they're one of the best. Agreed, and like this movie is like no exception. Better to than that. books. Kind of agree, actually. Well, we're not book guys, so we're not really. Sense. I used to be, but not anymore. I'm kind of yeah. sad about that. Uh, yeah, great, terrific mu- movie though. Great cast, great chemistry, uh, and honestly, like it just became Apple TV Plus's biggest movie ever on the platform. Yes, yeah, like yesterday or something. Uh, so people have been watching it. I think there's like a lot of clips from the movie going viral online as well, and that really caused this movie to like explode a bit. So yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Uh, it's fun. I watched it with my family. It's not. I want to say it's like kid appropriate. It's not kid appropriate. No, it's no, like no, 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 no. Teenagers maybe, but like young adult, like a young adult family, thirteen and up. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe I, not even. I don't know. It's Ryan I, Reynolds. I watched this with, even with my grandparents. I watched this movie like the first, like over again the first three days it came out just because like so many different people wanted to watch it. Like my sister had a party. I watched it with some family before and then like some yeah, more man. family after and it was like, it was great. So yeah, I've seen this movie like five times now. <laughs> I've seen it three times. I'm getting there. <laughs> He's I'm getting, getting there. there. Yo, he numbers. was like, yo, have you watched it yet? Have, have you watched it yet? yet? Have you watched it yet? <laughs> uh, just because I really wanted to mess this guy's life up with how catchy the music is. Because I knew he would start singing to it in the car and only listen to that music in the car. Oh so <laughs> it's all part of my plan. Uh, yeah. Terrific movie though. Uh, if If you're in that context that we just talked about and you have like... You want to watch something fun over Christmas? Check it out. Do it, Anakin. Do it. Do it. Well. Number one. We've made it. We've made it. I'm really curious to know what yours is. I'm curious to know what yours is because I'm kind of wondering if we have the same one. I I would be very surprised if we have the same one. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll go. You go first. Um, Like I said, Christmas Eve from probably, you know, 2011. Uh... I go to my grandma's house. We have dinner. But the movie that we have on the TV is always the same. Before dinner, we even have it on maybe during when we do gifts or everything. Um, and the movie is 1954's White Christmas. Okay. Um, White Christmas is... It, it, it was my grandpa's favorite movie. Favorite Christmas movie. And we would always have it on. And... Bing Crosby, man, you know, all this musical numbers. I can't, I, I don't remember the name of the musical numbers. Um, but when that movie's playing, I feel at home. And like it's, like I said, really emotional thing. Yeah. It's an amazing movie that has, like, what, it, was a few, it was a few years after World War II that it came out. Yeah. And I think that it gave a lot of people hope. And I know, I know there was like a few veterans from World War II um, who were like, this movie saved my life. And, you know, this is a movie where, you know, obviously there's, they go on you on a, uh, what's it called? You, you and, like they go on a tour with the, with the troops and they um, dance for them. And I think that's really cool, uh, especially as a musical, because, you know, obviously army guys and musicals aren't the first thing that come to mind when you think of Christmas. But I think that the way that this movie is formulated and the way that's acted is very heartfelt, very emotional. And uh, I don't see this movie moving anytime soon because, you know, it's so emotionally impactful for me and my family. And uh, yeah, 
It's a great pick. Like anytime yeah. I think of that movie, I always picture like that one story from World World War One. I. I know different war, but still, of like Christmas Day when uh, the Allies and the oh Germans yeah yeah the, the truth the, the truce like yeah. the Christmas Day truce where they got up. And just like had Christmas together before continuing to fight again. Dude, we are really aging ourselves. We're this really episode. aging ourselves. But at Christmas is time to look back and think yeah. about better times. It's it's crazy. It's reflection over Christmas. I recommend it. We're getting wiser in our old age. Holy crap. Dude, we would have been doing this. <laughs> Do what quick thing with Rashing hits his hits uh hits his number one. Maybe this is for uh, another episode, but I feel like we grown like through the pod. A little bit, yeah. And I don't know. I'm just getting emotional about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not crying. It's okay, bro. Let it out. Don't make me cry. Let it out. No. <laughs> Think about where we were in February. I'm not going to cry on the internet. <laughs> we have two scarlets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We spent so much money. We're going to spend even more money on merch. Look for that in 2023. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, yeah, okay. My number one. Hit me before I weep. So this one, same kind of vibe. It's an older emotional Christmas movie. Oh, I know what it it's is. It's the other one. Yeah, it's, it's the other one. 1946, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought about putting this on my list. I, I, yeah, I didn't grow up with it, so. I remember watching this for the first time. Again, at my grandparents. It's something about, like, my grandparents are watching classic Christmas movies or something. We just, we don't, they always come to our house now. So it's like, I don't have the same vibe. Uh, but <laughs> I remember as a kid, just, like, sitting in the living room. Uh, shortly after my family all moved from Winnipeg to, uh, to here in BC, uh, Canada for anyone in India or America listening. Yeah. We have people in India who are listening. Thank you. Thank you. What I mean, the heck? We still have been since like February, oh, some no. earlier That's guys. That's wild. It's great. Yeah. So, uh, this movie, like it was kind of one of those things that I feel like just kind of like brought us together. Cause it was something my grandparents could appreciate cause they watched it growing up, um, something my like mom and dad could appreciate because and like uncle and aunts because like they watched as kids and it was just kind of like they're bringing us into like the kind of setting of being able to watch it as well i remember the first time i it was like it snowed as well like that it barely snows here at least back then it didn't really snow here it does still uh, does snow here that often <laughs> not, not as often as it did in winnipeg and i was kind of like homesick a little bit kind of missing some of the snow as a kid and I just remember it snowing and the setting was perfect and it was like enough to make a memory with. And we were just, we were sitting in the family room, fireplace on, just watching this amazing piece of art. Uh, it was like, if you don't know, Wonderful Life kind of mixes between like color and black and white uh, sort of Very cinema. well. It's Very so well good. done. Yeah. It was like earlier technology uh, for the time. And it is, it still holds up as like a great story today 1946 1946 dude that's crazy and yeah i mean the premise if you if you're living under a rock is that there's this guy with his family it kind of shows his whole like you know connecting with his wife and everything having the family but as he kind of starts going through the pressures of like you know having to supply for his family and everything he gets depressed and he starts to contemplate like suicide and everything and um he's like about to like jump off a bridge and then all of a sudden like this pretty much like this angel is sent from heaven to kind of be like, hey, actually, here's what your life would look like if none of this amazing stuff has happened to you. So count your blessings. It's, it's very good. Yeah. Again, it's going with the theme good. of like Christmas reflection, it's like it's really great for that. Uh, and I just relate to it more and more as an adult. I got I got to say 
it is something that as a kid you're there for like the family element and now as an adult you're just like i feel you george i feel you i think yeah george bailey is yeah george bailey yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. so <laughs> i do that scene when he walks in he's like hugs his kids and his wife dude not a dry eye not not a dry eye at all that is yeah. like fantastic cinema just so great <laughs> dude our i just realized our our top our our favorite movies, Christmas movies, came out before our dads were born. Yeah, this came out, um, I mean, when my grandpa was a kid. Dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Holy crap. Well, <laughs> we really, yeah, no, we really age ourselves. We really, we really age ourselves, but I mean. We enjoy peak cinema. There's a reason we enjoy these movies, yeah, these and that's because really they're good. actually really good movies. So if you're looking for something to watch over the holidays and you haven't watched any of these classics or any of the new things either, uh, then hey, give it a shot. Absolutely. There's, there's just so much you can take away from them still. And I mean, even Christmas. though cultures like changed a lot since when they came out, I think like the core like Christmas themes have kind of like stayed, managed to stay the same. Yeah, so exactly. They, that's why they still hold up. Well, Ashton, I think that does it for this episode of Nerds and Flannel. Yeah. Dude, that was... You know, this was an emotional roller coaster, bro. Put her there, <laughs> man. Put her there, brother. Wow. wow. Now we're going to go watch Avatar. <laughs> Look out for a review of that one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a three-hour movie. We're watching it at 9.50. What a Screen joke. X, Screen next, though. Dude, I, I'm going to need, like, a coffee before or something. I've been yeah. up since seven, so. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm more emotional today. Oh, shoot. I, I, it's, it's the last day of school for oh, us. Well, yeah, everyone's just emotional right yeah, now. Yeah, everyone's cramming. These episodes are heavy, bro. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's it. Yeah. Guys. Um, if we don't see you before, if we don't talk to you before Christmas time, uh, we probably will. But just in case we don't, because, you know, lives get crazy. Christmas time gets crazy. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, anything else? Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for like some of our like end of the year kind of takes um, about just stuff that's been released this year that we're, we were like really into. I think yes. we're doing a redo of like our top 10 of all time at some point. Tw- we'll that's 2023. We're... Yeah. That's 2023. It, it, it'll probably be a 2023 thing, but top, yeah, look out for yeah, it. Top 10 of 2022 will be coming out very soon. Um, yeah. I think maybe two more episodes. Coming Something this year? like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously we want to take Christmas to spend time with our families, but we will be recording episodes because we love doing this. And, uh, we're Our nuts. goal for 2023 <laughs> is 500 subscribers. Yeah, by you, the end of 2023, you can help us reach this goal. <laughs> yes, I mean it's a big goal for us, but I think our support group is so good. Um, so I think that we can do it, and uh, yeah, 2023 is gonna be a good year. It is. It's gonna be really great. We have some great stuff in the pipeline, so stay tuned. Yeah, guys. Until next time, I'm Nat and I'm Ashton, and, and we, we are. are the, the Nerds, Nerds in Flannel. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone.